The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to another episode of the Mexi, the mind that matters. Mexi, mind matters. Episode two, four, three, adds up to nine. My lucky number. Coming to you live from the city of no return. The greatest city in the Midwest. Columbus, Ohio. With your host, with the most, the most Mexican person you know. According to my family. The Mexican. And what, oh, what do we have to discuss on today's podcast? Well, Mexi just came back from El Paso slash Juarez. So we're going to talk about, you know, how that went. Little nuances and differences that Mexi noticed from the last time he was there. And how nobody won the golden buzzer. Yes. What I mean by that is I took one invitation for my wedding. To see if anybody who would... Like I said, I would have a booth. I would sit down. If you can pitch to me a good reason why you should have been invited to my wedding, here's the golden buzzer. Bam. Just like America's Got Talent. Simon Cowell. I actually had to turn down quite a few people. I'm not I'm not messing around. There were some people who had the actual cojones to come up to Mexipants and ask why was I not invited or can I come to your wedding? But we'll get to that in just a second. First and foremost, let me answer a question I got a lot this week um, about our sponsors, also about something Mexi does. Um, yes, I know it is back to school month and weeks. The school buses are out and around. Uh, it drives me nuts. The, and to answer, that's one of the reasons why. Somebody asked me this week. Mexi, how come you always get to work like around 9, 30, 10 o'clock? Well, um, for many reasons. One, I worked the most hours out of anybody at my firm. I literally, I was gone to Mexico. I left Friday early after work, came back Sunday, yet somehow I still had 58 hours. Yeah, writing demands from the plane is the way to go. Just saying. The other thing I'd like to point out about that is it for I you I don't get me wrong, I do go in early. If I need overtime, if I need to make up hours, yeah, yeah, like for instance, tomorrow on the way to Mexico City for the quinceanera, I may have to go in a little bit earlier because I have to leave at two. To catch my flight. Because I haven't forbid people book flights accordingly. So. There's that. Um, 
Now, it, with that being said, I used to go in a lot earlier until I realized, A, I, wor- I work the most hours, and B, you're supposed to be there at 9 to 5. So if you're going before 9 and you stay after 5, you're technically doing overtime. You don't have to answer the phone. And what drove me nuts was I, our firm has a history of not knowing how to hire a decent receptionist to the point where our current receptionist complains about all her duties where and she's supposedly smarter than the last one who quit, didn't get fired. She actually quit because her lesbian lover and her BFF got fired. So she quit even though she was fully capable of doing all the tasks that this one cannot. But anyways... Over time, I realized, I literally would tell them, if it's before 9 o'clock and after 5, I am not here. Like I tell all my clients, 9 to 5 is when you can reach me. If you call after 5, I'm not there. If you call before 9, I'm not there either. This is not like, oh yeah, call whenever the fuck you want. If I have to call you and I'm there after 5, that's a different story. But as a rule, I'm not there 9 to 5. So every time I would go in and do overtime, these assholes would pick up the phone and it was like, oh yeah, he's right here, and transfer it to me. When sometimes I don't even need to speak to these yahoos. And that drove me nuts. So then I said, you know what? We're going to change that. I'm going to come in actually at 9 instead of 8 or whatever. So that these fuckers have to tell them, oh, he's not here till 9. And that's how it started. Then it's just like, okay, well, I'm always there after 5 anyways. So, you know, anywhere between 9 and 9.30 is usually when I try to get into work. Most of the time it's close to 9.30. On podcast Thursdays when I go get bagels, closer to 10. So, that's that. And also, to answer the question that we had about the sponsors. Yes... As I've said, and this was directly related to the hand and stone massage. If you walk in, say my name that I referred to, they will give you, and use the promo code Mexi, mind you, they will give you a discount. Now, the membership will have a discount as well. That discount, since you wanted to be specific, you get a free massage onto your discount. So every month you pay, you get a free massage. But you start off with a free one if you say my name. That makes sense? And since we're on the subject, Hand and Soul Massage is the proud sponsor of the Makes My Minus podcast, as is Super Studios 253. You ever wonder when you look up on social media and you Google Coach Super and you see Super Sabrina just running around, how does she run on these marathons? She literally runs a 100-mile race and then cools down with a marathon. How does she never break her body? Because she trains. At Super Studios 253. She has a running program. You should sign up, use the promo code, do the running program, become Super, join Team Super. Super Studios 253, also a proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. And while we're on the subject, we're back to school. Let's make sure you all are aware that school buses do not have uninsured motorists, school buses do not have medical payments. So if your kid gets in an accident on a school bus, 
guess what? If the other person doesn't have insurance, tough noogies. Unless you have uninsured motorist to cover him and medical payments as far as your family umbrella policy. Who can hook you up with that? American National. Call my man Ramo. You should know the number by now. Tell him I want to use promo code Mexi. He'll hook you up. The holy shit package. Especially going back to school, you want to protect your kids. Come on now. American National, a proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. Now, let's get to it. The first thing that I want to point out about my trip, it was, it was okay. And the only reason I say it was an okay time is because I was only there for 11 hours in Mexico. There was the time I was in the hotel or on the plane. So it, it could have been worse, but I didn't have a great time. Here's why. My dad is a terrible booker of planes. The next time we have a reunion, I'm not letting him fly us as a family. This is ridiculous. First, he did this a couple years ago went to Cabo, got us shitty seats. This time, he had me and my brother linked to each other. So, if I checked in, he checked in, basically. I asked him, because I knew he was going to book some nonsense. I said, did you select want to get away? Because he flew us southwest. Did you select want to get away? Yes. Okay. Well, there's your problem right there. Because want to get away only deals with only deals with ABC format, first come, first serve. So the problem you're going to run into is if you are in any remote shape or in any remote shape of way, not business select or regular, which mind you, the price jumps 200 bucks. But again, my dad's paying for the flights, so I don't see what the issue is if he's got a ton of credit. But anyways, going to get away means you get on the plane last. So they sort you A, B, and C by categories 1 through 30, 31 through 60. Now, most people don't know, that is not your assigned seating. That just means that's the order that you get on the plane. So if you have C31, you don't get on that motherfucking plane until after the A1 through 30, 31 through 60, B1 through 30, B31 through 60, C1 through 30. And by then, there's nobody left. Because these assholes, they get on the plane before you, don't know how to do a carry-on, there's either no overhead space left, and you're always sitting in the middle, because guess what? There's no assigned seating. It's first first come, first serve. I don't even understand how, in the first couple rows, where there's plenty of space, people don't want to seat in the middle seat. That's ridiculous. Well, I don't like the middle seat, but if I'm in the front row, and there's a middle seat left there, as opposed to the back, I would take that. And that's what my dad apparently doesn't understand the logistics of these things. So, on the way there, luckily, Southwest is bags fly for free. For, uh, bags fly for free. Your first two bags. So, I'm like, you know what? I'm taking my suit. I'm taking an aerosol can for my deodorant. Might as well check a bag. 
let's just go ahead and check that bad boy. Now, the second trip that I'm about to take, different story. It's going into the heart of Mexico. It is not necessarily southwest, so it's not free. Different story. But like I said, I took a check-in bag. It made it comfy, but again, I didn't get to sit next to my brother because we were always the last ones on the plane. And I will say this. They do offer free Wi-Fi so you can watch your Southwest movies. All movies I've seen, but whatever. But if you want to upgrade to great Wi-Fi, it's 8 bucks, which is not bad. It's cheaper than the rest. But if you want to stream anything, oh, yeah, it still fucks up. So, yeah, needless to say, at this point, I'm like, upgrading it's not going to change anything because it's going to cost me like 300 bucks to upgrade only to get onto the plane sooner. There's no other benefit to upgrading than to get on the fucking plane sooner. That's about it. So, yeah, not worth it. And because my tickets were linked, if I upgraded, Ricky had to upgrade. So, yeah, I'm not paying 700 bucks for us to upgrade. That's ridiculous. And all the way there, actually, the second smaller flight, we had we were A section, so we could have gone on sooner. Oh, but heaven forbid, little Ricky wanted a grilled cheese sandwich, and we got actually got on the plane last again. Oh lord, lord, lord. But hey, we got to El Paso just in time for me to grab the rental car. Now I figured my dad would get a rental. But I'm like, I don't know if my dad knows to get a van, not to get a van. I'm not going to get a van with my parents because knowing my dad, it was not going to have AC. So let's just rent a car. It's 50 bucks for two days. Let's just rent a car just in case. Oh, there's a shuttle from the airport to the hotel. Yeah, I didn't see no shuttle. And especially when you land at midnight. Yeah, that's, I'm not waiting for that fucking shuttle. And I'm not walking two miles to the hotel. So in that in that sense, it was beneficial. Now, the hotel itself that I the one thing I booked to get the points, I booked everybody's room. Glorious, just glorious. Spacious rooms. It had HBO, AC, glorious, glorious, glorious. And I get the points. Great. But once again, my dad doesn't know the concept of... He, th- he still thinks that when you reserve a room, you have to get there at 3. And if you don't, you have to let them know. Fuck that. Unless you get there after 11, you don't have to let them know. Because obviously, they're going to give away the room if you're not there by 11. So I let them know, hey, this is when I were checking in. I actually had us checked in. Without even being there from my app. Because I'm Hilton Honors. Okay? And my dad's like, oh, they uh, make sure they charge you for the room. Yeah, I got it, dad. Well, they asked for my credit card and they, they charged me a, a, an amount. Yeah, that's called a deposit. And that always happens. It gets refunded when you don't break anything in the fucking room. But no, they'll charge my card. Which they did. I got charged for all three hotel rooms. It's like, how do you not know this by now if you supposedly have traveled 
all around the world. Like, I just don't get it. But hey, Saturday, the ceremony, we had to go to that stupid church thing. Because apparently crossing the border at Juarez, unless you have a speed pass, is a four-hour affair. Now, mind you, I'm like, well, wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, no, no. On the way there, it's not four hours. It's 20 minutes. Oh, well, then, okay. So I could have gone on my own. Yes, but on the way back, it would have been four hours because you don't have a speed pass. Okay, and what does this speed pass do? Well, the speed pass is kind of like, it's basically your TSA pre-check. That's basically your speed pass because it works for both. So basically, everybody who was supposedly family had all these vehicles that had the, the speed pass. But on the way back, the problem is the speed pass only is valid for one person that has the pre-check and their vehicle. That's it. It's not valid for anything else. So on the way back, if you are basically on the pre-check, well, obviously you can cross, but anybody in your car can't cross. So, yeah. So what happens? Oh, you get in the car, they go through the 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 fast pass lane or the free pass or whatever, and then thanks to them being able to get all the way to the front, oh, well they'll drop you off, and then you get to cross the bridge on foot, which is not too bad if you have an American passport. Oh, but you do have to pay 40 cents. Exactly. A quarter, a dime, and a nickel to cross the motherfucking border between both my countries. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking me. This is how you do it every time. Oh, yeah, and if we stay in party in Juarez, like the Uber just drops off. Yeah, the Uber don't have the speed pass or the fast pass, whatever you call it. The Uber drops you off at the back of the line. I ain't walking 1 o'clock in the morning. Or 2 o'clock in the morning when I'm fucking drunk a mile and a half just across the border just because, oh, I want to get wild in Juarez. No, I'm not going to do that. That's insane. And while we're at the party, my second cousins and, and you know, they convinced because it was Kelsey's birthday and one of my second cousins' birthday the next day. Oh, yeah, let's, let's go out drinking. I'm like, look, our fl- return flight. Is at 10 a.m. That means we have to get up at 8. I'm not staying until 2 in the morning in fucking Juarez. And then taking an hour and a half to cross the border. That's not what I'm going to do. No. I'm not 21 anymore. If I wanted to cross the border. I don't understand. I can't phantom it taking it 5 hours. It's never taking 5 hours. Oh no, yeah, it takes 5 hours. to put a certain time of days. No, 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 no. Fuck it. You want me to go with the speed, the people with the fast pass? Fine. So we had to meet at my mom's cousin's house, which apparently in Mexico, you still call them uncles and, and aunts, even though they're technically second cousins, third cousins. I don't know what the deal is. But basically, we had to meet there. 
So we all rode with everybody who had speed passes in order to get to fucking Juarez. But on the way there is fine because it's Mexico. It takes 20 minutes. Don't even ask for your passport. Don't matter. Oh, yeah, we had to go to the church. Of course, the church took an hour. Nonsense ceremony. And I'm there and I'm like, you guys don't remember the words? Are you serious? Like, it's literally the same nonsense over and over again. To the point where, like, we're in the car and I'm like, I guarantee you, the gospel, it's St. Lucas. Oh, guess what? St. Lucas. The word of God, according to St. Lucas. Oh, oh, look at that. What a shocker. Yeah, because it rotates every four years. It's not rocket science. Depending on the time of year, you can easily guess what it is. Nonsense. Oh, everybody saw me in my presidential outfit. I will say I was dressed to impress the best dressed person there. To the point where the birthday boy, so one of our uncles, well, my mom's uncle, was turning 90, and the other one was turning 80, so I forget which one, but one of them gave me a shout out saying, the most Mexican guy in the room, this guy, red shirt, black outfit, presidential sash, the Mexican belt, having run a marathon in all 50 states, currently maybe working on the Mexican states, we don't know yet, so we went to church, sucked, the food that we literally rented this place. Each family had to pay a deposit. The food there was horrible. Literally, undercooked meal, which was something that looked like mashed potatoes and asparagus. Really? That's what we paid for? The kids' menu looked way better chicken strips, pasta, and fries. I'm like, are you shitting me? Give me that. The desserts were horrible. It is little tiny cheesecake bites, which was basically the only thing decent. But I'm not eating a whole plate of those. Uh, everybody coming up to me to say hi. We also each had to color coordinate and dress. It, business casual. I would at least say you had to. We were told you had to go business casual. We had a family. I don't even know which uncle's or grandpa's side of the family it is. They were wearing yellow. One of the kids is showing up in a t-shirt and like basketball shorts. I'm like, are you shitting me? You couldn't dress your kid decently. On top of that, Alonso's side of the family. So my cousin Alonso wanted to go meet everybody because he hasn't met anyone. His side of the family couldn't even coordinate fucking colors. I'm like, are you shitting me? Well, we were told to wear blue. Yeah, we already have a blue family. Uh, you're supposed to wear teal, not blue. Because there's a navy blue. I don't understand who didn't pick green. That would have been an awesome option. But no, my family had to pick red. Hence my outfit. But anyways. So yeah, Alonso, when we were doing introductions and everybody introduced us, you know, the family. You know, who's there, who's not there. Everybody said, oh yeah, my cousins, uh, my my sons, my daughters, my blah, blah, blah. Couldn't make it. Yeah, I noticed that... uh, Carmela and uh, Kali couldn't make it on my mom's side of family, you know, my Aunt Grace's two oldest. Yet, they were still able to travel Sunday to go have fun in New Mexico. Huh. Interesting. You couldn't take an additional day? Hmm. 
it seems that the beef with ribeye family is still hot on the grill, if you ask me. Because that, again, that to me seems like a nonsense excuse. You can't take an extra day, it being a weekday, I mean a weekend. No, that's insane. But hey, you want to go visit New Mexico with other people, that's fine. I have no beef with that. So, what I don't understand is, we went to church, sat down and ate. The music they were playing, typical Nortenia mariachi nonsense that nobody knew and nobody liked. Oh, yeah, they have to play for an hour. Yeah, uh, we didn't have to order this bullshit band. I They played a few American songs, but they were terrible. Aside from that, oh, yeah, let's introduce everybody. Because, you know, that that's kind of sad. The fact that you have a family and nobody knows anybody. Which, my mom took that opportunity to put me on the spot. Twice. And she thinks I don't notice. When I don't have... Where other people might have a shame organ, I don't. I have an extra organ of awesomeness. True story. Because my mom twice... Indirectly put me on the spot First mentioning that I'm getting married in October To which I guarantee she was expecting me to say Oh yeah and you're all cordially invited Not Two At the end she goes hopefully soon I'll have grandchildren And she looks at me and my brother And Enrique looks at Kelsey looks at me and goes Yeah that's that's all you buddy And I'm like no Twice on the spot As if She could not piss me off more. It's like every time she wants to, let's see how I can piss off Alex. Then Alonso gave his speech about his life story. I'm like, I didn't know this was, this is your life, Alonso. I already heard that story. That speech made my mom cry. And I'm like, oh my Lord, let's get this over with. Then there was a slideshow of the photos that everybody had posted on Facebook leading up to the event. So then we had a slideshow of the same photos. And aside from that, we were just sitting down, drinking, and talking. Ooh. Talk about top-notch entertainment. Wow. Mind you, we did have a lot of tequila shots. I lost count how many tequila shots I had. People were buying me tequila shots. Or giving me tequila shots. It's like I don't think I don't think they understand it's like water to a Mexican. I woke up pretty sober and I'm like, wow, I had a bunch of tequila shots. Let's see. The one dude that wanted to come to my wedding gave me five. My cousin gave me three. My other cousin gave me like two. I mean, there was at least by the time I got to ten, I lost count. Then I had a uh, whiskey and coke. So, yeah, I, uh, no, I was pretty sober the next day. Now, nobody won the golden buzzer. And the people who had the balls to ask me to be invited to my wedding. One was right in front of me. My mom was sitting next to me. Right in front of me and my mom. Her cousin, Dina, whatever I think her name is, flat out sat down and said, how come you didn't invite me to, my, to, to your wedding? And I said, let me ask you this. In 40 words or less, you tell me why you should be invited to my wedding. And she's like, well, because I'm your mom's favorite cousin. I'm like... Yeah, exactly. It's not you're not my favorite cousin. You're my mom's favorite cousin. She's getting she's not getting married. I am. Number two, let me ask you this: Are you married? Oh yeah. Okay. Where well, was my invitation to your wedding? 
Oh, I was married when you weren't born. Really? When was that? 1997? Yeah, I was born in 83. Next. Get the fuck out of here. I Apparently, lying runs in my mom's side of the family. Because then my two nieces, well, second cousin, whatever you want to call them, you know, my cousin Ketty's kids, they're now 21 and 18. And I'm like, wow, you guys are old. I feel old just by knowing that. Well, our mother, so my cousin's wife, mind you, I actually went to this guy, to my cousin's wedding, so I actually feel bad not inviting him. He can't come because he got deported like a dumbass. So I'm not having a fugitive at my wedding. But him and the wife are separated. Uh, I'm sorry. If you're separated, you're not family. I'm not inviting you and not him to my fucking wedding. That's not how this works. So my, my niece is like, yeah, our mom is offended that she get an invite. Um, is she separated from your dad? Oh, yeah. I'm like, exactly. And let me ask you this. If you're 18 and 21, let's see. Quinceaneras are at age 15. Yours was three years ago. Yours was six years ago. I haven't lived with my parents in forever. Uh, where was my invite to the quinceanera? Oh, well, we send them as a family invitation to, to your mom. Really? Mom asked her, oh, I don't think we got any. Oh, that's right. Because my mom is a terrible liar. And we never got any invites. Oh, 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 oh we're just closing. Well, okay. Here's the deal. You guys really want to come? My cousin Kito just told me he's not bringing the kids. That's two kids. You can hop on board as their plus, additional plus twos. Because I gave him a plus three. Him, the wife, and the kids. But if the kids ain't coming, how about you guys come? Oh, well, I don't really want to go with Kito. Oh, so there's beef between you guys now? Get the fuck out of here. That's the only way you're coming. So do I put you down for salmon or not? Last word I heard was yes. So you guys are all listed for salmon on Kito's side except his wife who wants a veggie lasagna. Anywho. So yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? And then another cousin, or second and third cousin, I don't even know who this guy is, Juan Carlos, sitting next to me the whole time listening to me jab at everybody. They're like, oh, uh, can I come? And I'm like, uh, who are you? And why? Well, I live in Chicago, so it's not too far. I'm like, okay. Uh, again, in 40 words or less, why should you come to my wedding? I literally just met you today, dude. And he's like, well, because I'm cool. I'm like, okay, better answer than the others, but mm, not feeling it. I need something more. And it's like, well, if I, if I get you five tequila shots, would that change your mind? And I'm like, it would make me more likely to be persuaded for you to come. But no. Unfortunately, no. He still got me five tequila shots. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know why. And I like how they're all like, oh, yeah, let's go out drinking. Let's go out drinking. Yeah, you guys want to get me drunk and get me to invite you to the wedding. That's not happening. And then Marcella, one of my nieces, is like, oh, this is how we drink here. We put our hand over the glass and kind of shotgun it. So you shotgun a mixed drink that has ice to chug. I'll tell you what. If you can beat me at chugging, you're more than likely invited. I'll give you your own. I'll give you the golden buzzer right now. Oh, well, unlike a pro, yours truly, who removed the ice and then have to twirl it to chug. Yeah, she did not finish her drink. If I can beat Big Footy, the biggest guy I know, at a chugging contest, 
and I was the anchor of the Australian football team here in Columbus. You think my niece, who's 18, drinking Palomas, which apparently is like basically ginger ale and a little dash of tequila, is going to beat me at chugging? No. Of course not. So she lost. But yeah. And I'm like, all right. Everybody wanted to leave at 8 o'clock. I'm like, great. Let's let's go. And I got pissed because I'm like, people are so inconsiderate. Like, the night we got there, everybody, my mom brought everybody to say hi. And I'm like, it's fucking midnight. And we have to get up at 8, according to you. And I just got off the plane. No, I don't want to say fucking hi. And on the way back, oh, we have the speed passes. But let's go to Osana's house and then chill there for an additional two fucking hours. And then she's like, oh, see, cousin so-and-so is still crossing the border. It would have taken four hours. And I'm like, I really don't care. If at the same at the end of the day I'm getting to the hotel at the exact same time. And on the way back, again, like a sardine in the back. Got home at like five. Forgot and I think I lost my ticket for the for the uh, garage. I don't know how that happened. But it ended up being cheaper because they charge you like nine bucks a day. And I was there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Should have been 27 bucks. I only paid 21 because it's 15 for a lost ticket. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Got home, watched SummerSlam. Caught up on my shows, done. Now, this time around, Ricky's flying with his girlfriend. Today, actually. And I fly out tomorrow. My dad didn't tell me I had to miss time from work. So I already told him I'm leaving at 2 tomorrow. But this time it's United. Oh, United has decent upgrades. So I paid 200 bucks to change my seat three times to an appropriate seat. With extra extra room, extra space. Now I still have to pay for chicken bags and food and possibly the Wi-Fi. But I'm like... You used miles for these seats. You couldn't have gotten us decent seats. I know you still have to pay something for these seats. So, next time, when we travel as a family somewhere, oh, I can assure you, me and Tara, because by then we'll be married, we'll be booking our own flights. Thank you. But this whole crossing the border thing has got me all in uproar, because now, logistically, I gotta, I got to change things around. Because if that's how long it takes to cross the border in El Paso, if I do my Hermosillo race that I already signed up for and fly to Phoenix, I want to know how long it's going to take to come back. Because I'm on the red eye at 11.55 Phoenix time. So if I'm on that red eye... um. And the race finishes like around noon, one in the, one in the afternoon, and it's a six-hour drive. I don't want to miss my flight because I'm stuck in fucking border crossing. And on top of that, here's the other thing. Rentals, apparently, not all rental companies let you go to Mexico. And the ones that do, you have to buy Mexican insurance. I'm like, uh, my insurance is international. It is covered. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, no, that's gonna tweak the prices, tweak the logistics. I tried seeing if I can fly to Mercy, but that's a thousand bucks. Fuck that. And it doesn't work with the time frame. Cheapest option is to fly to Phoenix and drive down. And it's over Thanksgiving, so it's going to be a little bit pricey. But that's what we got to do. Oh, But anyways, we'll have to figure that out. That is it for the podcast. I now have a bunch of friend requests I have to accept or deny from family members I just met. And it's going to happen again this weekend. Again, golden buzzer. And I got to collect our anniversary piece. Please tell me you're coming to the wedding. I ain't got time for this bullshit. Now, all that being said, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Check out all the episodes. They're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Hit us up on social media. Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. And as always, remember, whether it's a Mexican, there's a way. Until next time.